Hello everyone, welcome back to Moonlight Madness. I'm your host, Blake, and I'm going to tell you a story I wrote, The Bite of 87, the first book in three I have wrote. So sit back, relax, grab your girlfriend, grab your boyfriend, grab your husband or wife, sit back, relax, and prepare to be horrified as I tell you the story of The Bite of 87. It was another wonderful day inside of Foxy's fantastic pizza world. I was sitting in the cove, watching the boys and girls go by and entertain them when my show came on. I saw a young boy look at me. His name was Michael. He had a red shirt with blue jeans on, and he looked about 8 years old. He was a very cute boy. I waved at him. He burst in tears and then ran. I thought I might have scared him, so... I got off my stage and went to him. Hi there, lad. He screamed. Oh, sorry, lad. I didn't mean to be scaring you. My name's Foxina, the pirate vixen. Now, why don't you tell me your name? My name's Mike. Are you really a pirate? That I am, lad. That I am. Would you like to hear my adventures? Mike nodded. I sailed the seven seas in search for treasure, fought off the infamous Blackbeard, entranced by the siren's calls, and saw many beautiful day amongst my ship, the White Fox. Wow, Mike replied, it must be the best ship in the world. Did you ever find any? Any treasure, I mean. <laughs> I started laughing. Did I find any treasure? Of course I did that. I found friends, and that's the greatest treasure of all. Would you like to meet them? Mike replied, Yeah, of course I would. Follow me then. She took me to see Chelsea the turtle, Dustin Deer, and Wolfie the wolf. Hey everyone, look, a new friend, I, she said. His name is Mikey. Hi guys, Mikey said. Ah, a new one. He's nice. You must be supposed to get old Foxina carry around. I don't recall her ever carrying a child around. Being the fact that she hates to be touched. Foxina replied. That's right, Wolfie. I never felt a bond as close as I have with this young one. Chelsea the turtle said. Oh, he's so cute. I wish the other children were like him. Dustin Deer said, Yeah, the other children can be monsters sometimes. But this young one, he just seems to be nice as possible. Maybe one day I should teach him how to play the guitar. Dustin said. Chelsea said, I could teach him how to bake cake. Lots of cake. Cupcakes. Wolfie said, Hey, maybe one day we'll invite him on stage to sing with me. Foxina said, And I'd love to have him as an actor in my show, but he'll have to be older to work here. Oh, that's true, said Wolfie. We'll take over the manager. Then we heard, Mike, it's time to go home. That's my mom, Michael said. Will I ever see you again? Of course, said Foxina. Wait a minute, here. She gave me a gold coin wrapped around and attached to a chain. Here, 
I made it myself. Wear this every time you come here, and then call my name three times. Foxina, Foxina, Foxina. And I'll come running, no matter where I be or what I be doing. Okay, Mike said. <clears throat> three months later, Mike came to the pizzeria again. Foxina, 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 he cried, and she ran to him. Hi there, Mike. I'm glad to see you're back. I thought you wouldn't remember me. Not remember me, you? What kind of a part do you think I am, not remembering my first mate? And then Wolfie came by. Oh, hey there, uh, Mikey, was it? Actually, my real name's Mike. Oh, sorry, said Foxina. Yeah, sorry, we'll call you Mike then. Mike said, Actually, I like it when you call me Mikey. Alright then, Mikey it is. And they played all day, and then they had to go home. About a month or two later, Mike asked his mother, Mom, can we go to Foxina's Fantastic Pizza World? I suppose it's alright, said Mike's mother. Of course, we're going to have to ask your father when you get home. Okay. Mike ran to his room and got a picture that he wanted to show them of one of his favorite times there. Mike's dad got home and said, So, you want to go to back to Foxina's, huh? I suppose it's alright. It's been about a month or so since we've been there. So, they drove on their way there. Unfortunately, on the way there, they were hit by an 18-wheeler. <laughs> they were hit head-on. Mike woke up in the hospital. Well, well, where am I? Where's Mommy and Daddy? The doctor looked at him. Son, you were hit by an 18-wheeler. You're lucky to be alive. I am ashamed to say, though, your parents took the blunt of the force, and they're... they're gone. G -g gone Luckily, we found a family to take you in. Your aunt and uncle, they live in o Ohio. Ohio? Can I just live with Foxina and the rest in the pizzeria? The doctor sighed. I know this is hard for a child to understand, especially after losing his parents, but they don't have feelings. They'll never love you like a human family could. Mike sighed and accepted his fate of moving in with his aunt and uncle who lived in Ohio. Meanwhile, three years later, Mike actually got a job working there. He was about 13 at the time, and three years later he was 16. The pizzeria hired 16-year-olds as security shifts, so he decided to work there and be a security guard slash janitor so he could spend time with them at night. However, they didn't recognize him and tried to destroy him. On the third night, Foxina ran, grabbed Mikey, and slammed him against the wall. Aha, there we go. Now all I have to do is put a suit on him and kill him, she said in an evil voice. Then all of a sudden, she saw a picture. Her eyes were red at the time, which made her voice sound more evil and piratey. 
but then they changed back to her normal, beautiful yellow eyes, like drops of gold, and her voice went back to normal. What's this? She picked up the picture. Mike? Mikey? Oh no, what have I done? What have I done? Why is he here? Why now? Why did he not come back? Did I want to come back? What am I doing? Why am I asking so many questions? Oh no, no, no. I'm so sorry, Mikey. How was a bloody build strap for not noticing? How did we not know? No, wait. How did I not know? She wrapped a bandage around Mike's head and told everyone. Chelsea said, You got him! You got the endoskeleton! Actually, Foxina said, He's... Chelsea interrupted, Bonnie! Wolfie, isn't this great? Now all I have to do is find a ship for him and... Arr! She said, her eyes turned black. No, if any of you hurt him, you'll regret it. Wolfie said, Foxina, why are you defending this endoskeleton? That's what I'm trying to tell you, my love. He's not an endoskeleton. This be our young lad, Mikey. I don't know why he's here, but he is now. And now, he needs us more than ever. So they took turns, watching over him. Finally, Mikey started to wake up. Oh my head. What happened? He saw Chelsea. Mikey, she said. Get away from me, he replied. Then all of them showed up. Wolfie on the left, Foxine on the right, and up and down, Dustin and Chelsea. Oh no, I'm, I'm cornered. What's going on, said Foxina. I thought you'd be the last person to ask me that. You tried to kill me for three nights, Mikey said. They took a step forward and he grabbed his chair. Get back or I will hit you with this. Don't think I won't after what you did. Mike, I understand that you spent the last nights trying to kill me. You have no idea how that feels, do you? How long? Mike asked. Pardon? You heard me. How long have you been killing night guards slash janitors? Oh. My. Gosh. How could we have made such an error? Wolfie asked. Mikey was gasping for air. We had no idea, Foxina said. Please forgive us, Mikey. Don't call me that! Mikey yelled. You lost the right to call me by that little nickname the moment you tried to kill me. My name is Mike. Do you hear me? Mike. I'm gonna finish my shift. And then I'm out of here. Or I never have to see you or any of you ever again. What we had before is gone. Our relationship. Our friendship. Our family. Is gone. Forever. And he walked to the bathroom to get rid of the cut on his head. Mike took a deep breath. Maybe I should give them a second chance. But what if they try to kill me again? 
I only know one person who can help me. And she's the same one that tried to kill me. But they did seem upset. I have to know for sure. He walked to Foxina's Cove. Foxina? Can I come in? Foxina said, Of course, please come in. He walked in, Foxina was crying. Her makeup was all messy. Is it true? Mike asked. That you didn't know what you were doing? That you didn't know that we were people? That you thought we were endoskeletons? Yes. Let me tell you what I was thinking before you came in here. I was thinking of the time we used to play in Pirate's Landing. You know, we'd run around, chase each other, play tag, and then you'd come, and I'd give you a backstage view of the show. Permanent seats in the front row if you want to go there. Remember that? Like I said, I remember. I will come back for that rest of the night. If you can show me that you're not evil and that you really are, I'm sorry. I'll stay in our family and everything will go back to normal. Thank you. You won't regret it, Foxina said. I already am. But everyone deserves a second chance. And then Mike left. That's the end of chapter one. Soon I'll have chapter two. Thank you for watching, everyone, and good night. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Moonlight Madness. I am your host, Blake, and today I'm going to dive into the Bible 7 Part 2. So, in Part 2, we're going to find out how they build the trust of Mikey. <clears throat> so, sit back, relax, grab your girlfriend, husband, wife, or boyfriend, because now I'll tell you the story of the Bible 7 Part 2. Foxina ran into the room with Wolfie, Chelsea, the singing turtle, and Dustin Deer. Guys! Guys! Why are you so sad? Be happy, I have good news! Good news? Asked Chelsea. What do you mean, good news? Dustin said. Foxy, I don't know if you noticed this, but we ended up we were killing people without knowing it. So technically, we're nothing but bloodthirsty killers. So therefore, there is nothing to be happy about. Listen to me, my love, she said, fluttering her eyelashes at Wolfie. Wolfie said, Okay. Alright, explain. Mike came to me. Even after all we did, he came to me and asked us if we really meant to kill the janitors and the security guards and the night workers. Oh, really? And how do you say it? Hey, Foxy, are you really a bloodthirsty murderer? No. He said, is it true? Is it true? 
that you did not know what we were doing? I told him we didn't, because that is the truth. And he said, I'll come back. He's giving us a second chance. Second chance? Chelsea yelled exactly. Dustin said, Well, with news like that, we need to set up something so we can gain his trust back. Uh, we could put on a show for him, Chelsea said. Wolfie said, That's a good idea, but with what happened, it might overwhelm him. We could have a party for him, you know, with the cake and presents and everyone. That's a good idea, said Wolfie, but still, that would overwhelm him and we don't want to scare him. At least not more than he already is. <clears throat> Chelsea said, I know it's the first one, but why don't I go see him? After all, I'm getting better at the guitar. I downloaded a lot of new songs on my hard drive. Maybe I could teach him. Like he wanted to when he was younger. Wonderful idea. Let's do it. It's 12 a.m. Mike walked in. Alright guys, um, I'm here. And I don't see you guys anywhere. Well, I'll just put my stuff in my office and then I'll, uh, I guess I'll just wait and see what happens. If you are truly my friends and not gonna harm me, Mike said to himself out loud. He heard footsteps behind him. What the? Hi there! Hi Chelsea, how are, how are you doing? I'm doing good. She took a few steps closer. Hey, uh, you just stay over there, and I'll stay over here. You know, six feet distancing. I really don't want to uh, get too close after what's happened. Oh, okay. I'll sit at this table. That's that's far enough. Okay. Mike sat on his at his table, and then Chelsea started to play the guitar. Dun 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 Mark said, Is that the melody to let it go? Yes, a kid brought in a mixtape of it. And I listened to it, and I downloaded it to my hard drive. You mean, you only heard it a few times, and you're going to play it? I guess, why not? I just didn't expect you to do that. <clears throat> I remember when I wanted to play the guitar. Mike had a flashback <clears throat> when he was younger. He said to Chelsea, Chelsea, what are you doing? Chelsea replied, Oh. I'm fixing my guitar. It has an owie. And I'm making it feel better. Well, mommy always kisses my hurt spots. And that makes him feel better. And she also puts a bandaid on it. Said the younger version of Mike. Oh. Would you like to try that? Okay. So he put a bandaid on. And kissed it. Now it was already tuned. 
So, Chelsea plucked a few of the strings. What do you know? You made it feel better. Can you teach me how to play? Mike asked. Well, maybe not yet. You're a little too young. But if you come back when you're older, I promise I'll teach you how to play. And I'll even have a special surprise for you. Okay, Mike said. <coughs> well, Chelsea already bought the special surprise. But Mike hasn't returned since that day. So, she said, In the present day, Mike, do you still want to learn how to play the guitar? Yeah. Really, really? Really, really, really. I always wanted to play. I'll have to borrow your guitar. I don't have one of my own. Well, aren't we lucky then? I think it's time I give you my special surprise. She went and got a guitar and laid it in front of him. Remember this guitar? You saw the bandage. Is that the one I... Yes? See, I got an eight-string guitar after you left, and a newer six-string. But this one has sentimental value to you and me. So now I give it to you. Mike said, I don't know what to say. Don't say anything. Let's just play together. I'll teach you a few chords. And they played the guitar for six hours until Mike had to go home. Thanks. No problem. Now, Foxina will come to you tomorrow night, alright? Uh, you might want to put your guitar in your office. Alright. I will. Bye, Chelsea. Goodbye, Mikey. Oh, I'm sorry. You want, me, you want us to call you Mike now. I'm sorry. Hey, Chelsea. Mike said. Uh-huh. That's Chelsea. Don't call me Mike. Call me Mikey. Chelsea burst into tears, and Mike got close, and they hugged. And then Mike said, Thanks, Chelsea. Thank you. She hugged him and said, I'm sorry. He said, I know. But families forgive each other. And Mike went home. Chelsea relayed the information that Mike said to Wolfie, Foxina, and Dustin. They all burst into tears saying, Mike still loves us. And he called his family? That's what I always loved about him. He was so such a good child. What we said makes me jealous. I wish I was tomorrow, but he does trust you more, Foxina. So we'll let you go first, and then I'll try, and then we'll send Dustin in. Dustin's like, uh, can my turn be never? Because I, I just don't feel comfortable. Because after all, I was I was trying to kill Mike, and I was succeeded. Foxina said, I would have succeeded if I did not find out. He'd be more scared of me than he would you. Dustin said, yeah, that's true. Alright, I'll go later. I'll go last. Wolfie said, that's probably a good choice. <clears throat> Alright, everyone. Remember, tomorrow night, all of us will wait until Foxina's done. And then after Foxina's night is over, the next night will be mine. And then the last night will be Dustin's. Alright, 
it's a deal. And they all went back to the spots to get ready for the show when it opened at 11.30 p.m. a.m. 11.30 a.m. And it closes at 12.30 p.m. So, they waited until the night came. Mikey returned again. Foxina already thought what she was going to do to help Mike see that she loved him. Thank you for watching this video. That ends part two. If you like this video, punch the like button in the face. Wake us! Always high fives all around. Thank you so much for watching this video. And if you liked it, then. Make sure to watch part 3 coming soon. And as always, live long, have fun, and as always, look into the shadows, because nightmares lurk everywhere. Thank you everyone, and good night!